This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Anthony D'Esposito, Nick LaLota, Andrew Garbarino, Mike Lawler owe the Republican Party $10 million. And they need to go pay up because that $10 million is going to cost seats all across the country. Stop right there. What do you mean they owe the Republican Party $10 million? Housing me from Congress, it costs the Republican donors across this country $10 million. That's what was spent on this race on our side. $10 million on an election year with the presidential candidate and with the House being the most important thing to keep. They went ahead and made the Republican Party blow $10 million because of their feudal hate for me. George Santos on the show with me yesterday. As far as I know, I'm the only guy who got George Santos all day. Why the news would make a big deal about it, I don't know. I stopped caring, really. My uh, buddy Donald Trump, these jerk-offs at CNN, who got this live coverage of a bunch of cars parked outside the courtroom and soon donald trump attends hearing in hush money case hush money for the porn star they can't get a 1.0 folks they can't get a 1.0 you know why very few people in radio and television ever talk about ratings you want to know why because they don't get them you know why i always talk about ratings because i'm an effing monster that's why Because people listen to me all over this city, all over this country, out of this country. Right now, there's uh, thousands of folks in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem listening and just heard Alex Trayman live from Jerusalem. When you start showing live pictures of four-part cars for 30 minutes with the anticipation of my friend, the president, former president, and soon-to-be 47th president, showing up for a bullshizzle trial, you're not going to get ratings. Now, Santos gets me ratings. <laughs> so I put him on. And look, he was right. So I'm going to talk to Vicky Palladino here in a second, but I want Vicky to hear this first. I'm not going to say the name of this person, but here's what I got this morning. This person loves Vicky Palladino, loves her. And this person said, I can't understand why Vicky would go all out for a flawed candidate like Mozzie rather than send a strong signal to Cairo that she was an unacceptable choice. So take a loss and put a real strong conservative up in November like they must do now anyway. I don't want to believe that Vicky is beholden to the machine. Very disappointing. And this person loves Vicky. Now look, you guys know. Yes or no, all three of you. Noam, Justin, Lou. Was I not on record at least twice before Election Day saying I thought Mozzie was going to lose? At least twice, yeah. Yeah. I heard it. And I like her. Nice lady. Nice lady. But you can't be a registered Democrat. You can't be just tepid in your endorsement for Donald Trump. And quite frankly, not her fault. She's not a great communicator. So I know Curtis and Vicky and certainly Joe and Pete out in Long Island did the best they could. But the truth is, she was not a great candidate. Bottom line, great person, great person, great mother, courageous. I liked her. She was on this show four times. Not the best candidate. Here is uh, my friend Vicky Palladino. Vicky, good morning. 
Good morning, Sid, and thank you for that lead-in. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, Vicky didn't go all out. Let's, let, let's make this very, very clear. Uh, Vicky worked with extremely limited resources. And uh, I, too, like Mozzie. I mean, nice woman. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we're running an unknown against a what I consider in Tom Swazi an incumbent, well-known name, been around forever here in this part of the district and on Long Island. Uh, and to say it was a poor choice, absolutely. Am I beholding to a machine? Ha, huh, never. Won't ever happen. Never. So uh, did I try to do something hearing, you know, Republican candidate? Absolutely. Did I see her as a flawed candidate? Uh, I would say my chances for Mozzie were, uh, when, especially when I saw the ground game going on here in Queens, was she's not going to do it here. Just not going to do it. So I, uh, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but anybody who knows who I am knows where I stand with things and know that I never, ever, ever, I do things my way. That's the way I do things. Just so you know, that person just texted me and said, please make it clear again how much I love Vicky. And I don't think she's beholden oh. to the machine. But but no. the person, you know, it just it just seemed that way because of the work that you did. But I know this. When Santos came on with me yesterday, and he comes yeah. on all the time, um, yes. you got wind of that. And as far as I know, and if I'm wrong, correct me. You got wind that Santos was coming on with me. You reached out to my producer and said, I want to come on and talk about Santos. Is that true? I didn't say I want to talk about Santos. I want to talk about the race. You know, uh, I knew him as Anthony back in the day when I met him in 2018. Uh, And, you know, he was fine. And then everybody was shocked by what happened when he ran for Congress. But look, let's be very, very clear here. Uh, I think, and I said it, on election night, you know, I really think he, I did not know this backstory about uh, Esposito putting his name out there. You know, Sid, I'm so busy with New York City politics. It's really rough for me to try to keep up with federal stuff. And that, 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 was, that's, that's why you listen to me every morning. There you go, Sid, <laughs> exactly 100%. But I will say this, I was troubled uh, right out of the gate that they couldn't keep him there and that we couldn't have a real election uh, come November. He had already said that he wasn't going to run again in November. So why not find an excellent candidate, which, by the way, people were screaming at me, run, run, you could beat this, you could beat Tom, run. Why don't you run for Congress? And I said, I won't do that because I just won by a landslide, and I'm not going to disappoint the people who put me into office to stand up for them here in District 19. Uh, however, go back to Santos, I think he should have stayed in the seat. Why, why, why don't you think he did? I mean, again, why would you risk? We have a razor thin. Exactly, 100%. So what, 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 do you think, what do you think the motivation was for Desposito and Lolita and, to a certain extent, King and Cairo and all these folks? I mean, is it that we're morally better? Because I hate to tell you, you can't be morally better and win in politics at the same time. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's an oxymoron, 100%. No. Uh, You know what? I don't know. I will say this. I never knew the uh, Nassau GOP until this race. Never knew them. Uh, I'd never been introduced to uh, D'Esposito, Loyola, all these people you're talking about. I only met for the first time. 
Peter King and I have become good friends, and I value Peter. Uh, you know, I don't care what people say. Uh, Peter's a great guy. Uh, Joe Cairo uh, met him, talked to him through this campaign. Uh, again, it wasn't, um, you know, I never saw an apparatus quite like that because we don't have one of those here in Queens. Right. We don't. Right. They have an apparatus. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reasons they did what they did, I did not know that D'Esposito led the charge to get rid of Anthony. I didn't know that. Um, I I did not know the inner workings of the Nassau GOP at all. Yeah. So uh, to be a part of what I thought was going to be a short and sweet run, but little or no uh, resources here in Queens, I quickly got the wind in my own brain because I, I determine what I do. Uh, and, uh, you know, we did one rally and, uh, my foot soldiers, there were no place for them to go to pick up what they needed to push her name out. So slowly I was getting, you know, in my own mind, being a full-time councilwoman, tried, urged them if they want to really win in Queens, this is what they need to do. And it wasn't followed through on. No. So. You know, the lousy 6,000 votes she took from here or whatever it was, it doesn't lay at my doorstep at all. And I won't, you know, it's it's what they did. So now we got to think about going forward. Well, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you. So, so it sounds to me, and the reason why people love you is because you're a beautiful woman, but you got a set of balls. I mean, it's 2024. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So it sounds to me like you're placing the blame on her lack of success in Queens on that Long Island machine. Without a doubt. Wow. Wow. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. And Joe and Peter, if you're listening to this, because I know you know I was going on the air with this morning, I told you a hundred times. And I said what we needed to do. So I don't know why they I, – I, my exact words were, Every time I turn around, I bump into Tom Swazi. So, uh, <laughs> it's true. You know, he, was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was everywhere yeah, in my yeah. district he because was. when he ran against uh, Anthony in 2020, uh, this area went navy blue. Uh, when I ran, it went ruby red. Right. And when you right. say this, and I say it with a full heart, and I thank you for uh, you know thinking my name was going to carry uh, a candidate. My name without a ground game wasn't going to do anything when you put her up against an incumbent. The other thing I want to say is this. Tom Swazi, and let me be extremely clear on this to everybody out there. He ran on Republican messaging. Yes, he did. In fact, you, uh, the, the House, the leader of the House, Mike Johnson, said he sounded more like a Republican than Mozzie. Thank you. <laughs> and that's all I kept saying was listen to what he's doing. Listen to what he's saying. Now, I, as the city councilwoman, uh, you know what, Tom? And you know it. I will hold your hand over the fire. I will be the first one to call you out as soon as you cannot and step back on what you said. Because I'm going to hold you true to everything you did and said. And if you don't, you're going to have me and the constituents of this district to answer to. Because you will not, if they, unless they don't put up a good candidate again, if you will have me to answer to. And I will tell you, because everybody who voted for me voted for Swazi. My Democrat friends, they went out and they voted for Swazi. They did not vote for Mozzie. 
And uh, when I heard him talk, I said, oh, really? Mm, very interesting. Now, I'm watching uh, yesterday, but it was early this morning, The Five on Fox. Yeah. And the girl, Jessica, the one that's liberal, more liberal, or the liberal on the panel there around the table. And uh, I hear her say exactly what I just said to you. Listen to the messaging that these Democrats are putting out now. They sound like Republicans. No, they don't. Yeah, Swazi talked about. That's the only way they're going to win. Of course. Swazi talked about Biden and shutting down the border and all that stuff. One more in the next 60 seconds. You know, Peter King uh, is a dear friend of mine. I mean, I mean, I said, yeah, Yeah. we we go out for dinner with him and Rosemary, the kids, all that. I love Peter. I love Peter King. But nobody took more abuse on my social media yesterday than Pete. I'm going to tell Pete this tomorrow when he's on, maybe later today when I call him, because I guess he was on with John and Rita yesterday afternoon, and he was placing some of the reason for Mozzie's loss on Trump. And people listening to this show know that Peter, while he did vote for Trump in the past, has not been very pro-Trump on this show. He's, you know, he's like, he's too divisive. I like his policies, blah, blah, blah. He's been promoting DeSantis. He said now, if Trump is the last standing Republican, I'll vote for him. But he's been anything but pro-Trump on this show over the last year. And listeners are telling me that he blamed the loss yesterday on Donald Trump. Let me just say this. Why? Don't do that. If you're Long Island or you're Peking or anybody else, don't. It's nice and easy to say, oh, Donald Trump, and, you know, he was yelling about Monty, saying, but the last thing you want to do, if you want to win a Republican election anywhere, is start blaming Donald Trump. You agree? I totally agree. Holy Jesus. I can't believe, I, I mean, come on. We can't be doing that. You know, look, don't back off of these people on the left who want to start calling us because now the narrative has started, okay? Because I see it here <clears throat> with Tom Swazi. Do not fall for this narrative of MAGA, extreme right wing. Stop it. Just stop it. And the Republicans and the Democrats, the Republicans should go straight for the Democrats and say, just be quiet. I will not listen to your garbage Stop your name calling. You are a weak link if that's the only thing you've got, okay? Because I'll go talk to you on every single issue, okay? And you try right now. You try to defend Biden. You try to defend Biden. Go ahead. But for anybody to be weak meat on Trump, no, absolutely not. Don't feed the Democrat machine. Don't feed it. you got to fight it. And that's the truth. And I'm a little surprised. I cannot stand. Well, you know me. I don't really like weak need people. Weak need people drive me nuts. Peter's not weak need. I just don't understand why he would say that about about. Uh, well, listen, you're like, I. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I didn't hear it, uh, but I got a lot of messages, so I'm assuming it's true. Pete will text me or call me if it's not, but I'm not surprised because, like I said, Pete has spent the better part of the last year not exactly a pro-Trump. That's fine. He's allowed. He, you know, he, he's known Trump for years. He likes Trump. He voted for Trump, but he really thought at this point that Trump's policies are good, but he's the wrong man for the job. So I wasn't surprised when I heard because Trump did come out did come out and, and, and kill Mozzie yesterday for being a lousy candidate and kill Long Island people for putting her out there. So it doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, they, you know, this party better get their act together. I mean, that's all I could say. I mean, because, you know, one thing we have to hand it to the Democrats, really, and I told my club this last night, one thing you can do with the Democrats is this, and you could say it, they could go behind closed doors hate each other's guts, yell and scream, come out, and they're all wonderful. Yeah, of course. I mean, they look. stand yeah. behind their candidates of course. no matter what. I mean, look at, look, look, at, look at their example of George Santos, Bob Menendez. Right. Another right. day, again this morning, there are more bribery allegations. And I know that you had some of these losers like Cory Booker came out and, and blasted him and others, but he's still there. So anyway, you're right. The Republican Party needs to get their act together. They really need to take their. They really need to take a lesson from the Democrat playbook. Yep. Yep. And let me say one other thing: absentee ballots. <clears throat> pardon me, mail-in ballots. Early voting, folks. We must get used to early voting. Five thousand people came out yep. in my area and voted mail-in as well as early voting. Yep. We must vote early. And that's it. Like it or not, I believe in only one election day as well. But we better start to play their game. And we better start to get united behind the candidate. And we better get good candidates because I'm getting a little sick and tired of this nonsense. (laughs) And I don't want them thinking that Tom Swazi's win is a uh, way the the country's going to go. That's a bunch of crap. This is all, sorry, Sid, this is all part of their mind game. Don't fall for it. What are you sorry for? That was just an amazing appearance. I wish I could talk to you all day. You're so you're so hot, Vicky Palladino. You set my hair on fire and I'm bald. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I got a head of white hair. I just don't ever stop. But anyway, all right, Sid. You you. and I'll talk again. All right. All right, sweetheart. Keep up the good work. There she is. Queens City Councilwoman. I love her. I love her dearly. Vicky Palladino.